How's it going, everybody? Aloha and welcome back to the Brick House for another edition of Bose Football Final here at KHON2.com and everywhere you download podcasts. I'm your host, Rob DeMello, and joining me is University of Hawaii senior running back Calvin Turner Jr., arguably the breakout star in all of Hawaii athletics here in the year 2020, who, of course, recently announced that he will be coming back for a second senior season at the University of Hawaii. Calvin, thanks for joining us today, man. How you doing? I'm doing very good. I'm, I'm glad to be back. Uh, glad to be back working and, and being with the team again. I'm just ready to get to work and, and start our route to uh, the Mount West Championship. Yeah, man. And obviously we, we have a lot to talk about in regards to your season at the University of Hawaii. A lot to talk about uh, in the decision that was made to come back and, and play for the Rainbow Warriors once again. But I want to take this opportunity right now to to let people get to know you a little bit better because you entered the University of Hawaii in the craziest of circumstances, unprecedented times to where, you know, when you think about how many fans you have here in the state of Hawaii that love the way you play football, yet almost none of them have ever seen you play in person because of the situation that we've been dealing with, with COVID-19. And even for me personally, where you and I have met on Zoom and we've been a part of uh, Zoom press conferences, but we've never met in person yet, uh, you know, through through the, all the time that you've been here. So first things first, man, is coming from Savannah, Georgia, and then Jacksonville, Florida, then Honolulu, Hawaii. Have you acclimated yourself over this last year to to being an Islander now? You, you feel like this is a second home? Um, I definitely feel that way. It took some time getting used to it. It was definitely a lot different um, for where I grew up at in Savannah and and why I spent the last two and a half years in Jacksonville, but I definitely feel like I'm, I'm, I'm way more acclimated now and that I feel feel a part of the family here and I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to be here and that I'm, I'm in the right spot. What was the, the toughest thing to kind of get used to or the, you know, was there a culture shock or was there some homesick feeling? I mean, because like I had mentioned, Georgia to Florida isn't that far and then you go all the way across the ocean and the Pacific Ocean to Hawaii. So what was the toughest thing that you kind of had to deal with in, in getting yourself accustomed to, to living island life? Um, usually, I mean, the hard thing for me was uh, how I talked to my parents. Um, I talked to my parents every day um, when I was back at Jacksonville. I either, every couple of days, I just see them every weekend. And um, the toughest thing for me was getting used to, used to the time zone, the time difference. Um, and being able to call them and talk to them and talk to my family when I'm supposed to, because if I wait till too late, it might be sleep. So it was like, that was the biggest thing for me was uh, coming up and was being out here and just figuring out how to communicate with my family because of the, the big time difference. Yeah, man. If you thought waking up early to watch NFL football was rough, right? I mean, that, I'm sure you never had to deal with that before. And then, but it's, yeah, communicating with your family. I mean, you got to get up early in the morning to be able to get them before their day starts going and all that. So I could imagine. And now, you know, the South, uh, I one of my best friends in the world grew up in Louisiana and he would always tell me about the food in the South and, and you know, just how much of it's, it's part of everyday life and the culture and, and how similar it is to over here, although different kinds of food, um, but still food, a very big part of life here uh, and, and celebrated as such. So what, what local foods have you kind of gravitated towards that that's become your, your go-to? Um, well, I've been eating a lot of steak and rice from LNL. That's <laughs> um, I like local mocos a lot. Um, I never really, I never had a mo local moco until I came here. 
Um, uh, I've tried poke a couple of times. I haven't gotten the right type that I that I like yet. Um, but but it's definitely I could it's definitely like the South when you say um food is very important to here. Like Hawaiian food is very different from every other food, and Southern food is very different from anywhere else. So it's it's definitely a big part of the culture here. Yeah, man, that that local moco. I mean, right there, that's as good as a state ID. You don't even need one anymore. I mean, you just walk up to people and say, "I I eat local mocos." They're like, "Okay, you're you're good, man. You're good." Um, you know the 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 culture that's here. I mean, obviously different than than anywhere else uh, that that you'll go to in the United States of America. Um, you know, how was acclimating yourself to the culture here? Walk us through the the acclimation of the of embracing yourself here in the culture um i mean hawaii is very family oriented so um and that's how i am i feel like a family and things like that um i think they they bring you in just like your family and they love you just like your family and, and they truly mean ohana when they say it so i feel like that was very easy for me to transition because i'm all about family and growing up in the south you, you know about hospitality and things like that and i and i feel like the, the people of hawaii was very welcoming and, and they they brought me in and they called me family yeah. And like I said, we're going to talk a lot about your season and, you know, a lot of, about your life here at the University of Hawaii and moving forward. But, you know, I, I want to kind of get to how we got here. Right. So, you know, I, I read a lot, you know, especially throughout the season of trying to find a little bit more about where you came from. Like, How, how does this guy with this amount of talent go from Georgia to the FCS level at Jacksonville and then finds his way to the University of Hawaii. So take me back to high school. Um, you know, you, you garnered a lot of accolades. You were a multiple time player of the year. You, you know, uh, you, you were conference uh, all, all first team and, and everything, everything that comes with being a, a breakout performer at that prep level. So uh, how is it that you landed at the FCS level and playing for Jacksonville after the celebrated career that you had in high school? Um, I mean, I played quarterback in high school. Um, I played basketball, ran track, I played baseball. Um, I think it has a lot to do with my school was uh, brand new. So my senior year, uh, the school was only open for five years. So a lot of people I talked to was like, I didn't even, I never even heard of this school before. Like it was like, I never, I didn't know this was a school because uh, my, my area is, is heavily recruited, especially now. Uh, we have kids all over the place at, at big time division one program. So I feel like I just kind of just slid under the radar um, and ended up going to Jacksonville, which is a, it's FCS, but it's non-scholarship FCS. So everything comes from academics and things like that. But I think just from my school being very new um, and I, and it, also I didn't go to many camps or anything like that growing up. So then that has a lot to do with why my recruitment didn't take off like it should have coming out of high school. And was that something that, you know, brought frustration to you, especially during the recruiting process? Uh, you know, or is it something that at that young age that you understood what was happening that, you know, all the different things that you you'd mentioned, right, of not going to the camps, not being seen at a new school. At that time, were you able to rationalize or as you headed off to Jacksonville, I mean, did that just give you like the biggest chip on the shoulder of all time? Um. At, when I was in high school, when I was a senior in high school, I, was, I didn't understand it because like a lot of my friends in the area were picking up offers and going to Division One colleges or whatever the case may be. And I, and I always felt like, why, why am I not getting recruited? Why, like, why is this not happening to me and things like that? And I just didn't understand at the time. Um, so when I went to Jacksonville and I got like a year, a year or two under, of college under my belt, I understand how recruiting works and how things work. And I did not understand why I slid under the radar, why things didn't happen to me like everyone else, because 
nowadays, you know, social media is so big and, and I didn't broadcast myself on social media coming out of high school or things like that. I, I didn't go to camps. I didn't send my film out to people. So I, I understand exactly why I still on the radar like that. And, and most definitely when I went to Jacksonville, I definitely put a chip on my shoulder to prove everyone that like, I deserve to be playing college football and that I deserve to be where I'm at and, and that I'm going to show everyone that I'm, I can I can produce at every level I go to. You know, and with all that being said, do you view your time at Jacksonville as the best thing for you that, you know, that you wouldn't change a thing in regards to the recruiting process of high school? Because, you know, when you go back and watch your tape from Jacksonville, it, you know, it looks like A of all that you're the exact same guy as you are right now. I mean, just an absolute stud on the football field, athletic and a leader of a football team. But the other thing is it looks like you're having the time of your life too. So, I mean, how important was that time at Jacksonville for you and how grateful are you that your road took you to the FCS level? And like you said, with a chip on your shoulder and all the things that come with it. Um, I would never trade my time in Jacksonville. People always ask me um, like, like people used to tell me when I was at Jacksonville to like transfer to leave, and I was like, no, I don't want to do that or things like that. And and then people always ask me if you can go back and change it, will you be, will you go to this level right now and things like that? And I always tell them no because I feel like everyone has a different path, and I feel like um, Jacksonville is what made me into what I am today. And I feel like if it wasn't for my time there that I went, I wouldn't have been as hungry as I was, or I wouldn't have been as like it made me work harder, you know, and it made me just want to prove everyone wrong. So. I wouldn't trade my Jacksonville time for anything. I would definitely, if I had to go back and do it all over again, I would definitely do it again because I feel like being in Jacksonville made me the player and into the person I am today. Are you confident that if that program didn't fold, that that you would have remained at Jacksonville and you would have played out your collegiate career with the Dolphins and then tried to break your way into the National Football League from there? 100%. Um, if that never happened, I'd probably still be in Jacksonville right now, which their season actually got – well, the uh, the conference I was in actually canceled the season. So they was they plan on playing this spring. So I definitely would have been right along with them playing this spring and probably coming back for another year there and, and playing again next fall. So um, I most definitely would have still been at Jacksonville if it wasn't for um, everything happening this year and everything happening before it did. You know, and then uh, so then now let's take us to the road to the University of Hawaii. I mean, everyone knows the story in regards to who recruited you and 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 you intending to come here to be a part of the run and shoot offense. Right. With, with all that numbers that that was put up. Um, so walk us through what was going through your mind at that time when you're headed to the state of Hawaii, as we've already talked about, so many miles away from where you are accustomed, where you're comfortable. And then you get the news that okay, the offense, the coaching staff that I came to play for is no longer going to be here. What went through your mind at that point? Um, I just was – I mean, it was – so many things have been lining up to before this, like the program ending. I didn't know I was going to go to school. So uh, that definitely threw me for a loop because I was like, now I don't know. I don't know if this new coaching staff will come in because obviously the new coaching staff, they always come in and they watch last year's film. And I'm nowhere to be found on any of this film. And they probably just look at me like – was this kid from FCS. So I was like, I, it, was, it, it wouldn't be able to show what I can do, and, and I'll get a, the opportunity to, to be on the field, you know. So uh, it, it didn't worry me as much as, that, as it as it could have, but I definitely was like, I, I wonder who they're going to bring in. Like, I, it, it, I used to think about it all the time. 
And then obviously uh, head coach Todd Graham comes in and, and runs a different offense than the run and shoot. But for someone in your position that was lining up as a running back, but, you know, it had versatility and we, and we could tell from the, the earliest video that we were provided from the University of Hawaii football team, because, you know, as a media member, usually I'd be at every single training camp practice and we get a feel of the team, but we were kind of basing everything based off of the, the video that we were getting. And so could already tell that you were going to be used as a piece that was very versatile. Um, and so it's interesting because, yeah, it's not the run and shoot, but for you, did you see right away, were you, were you able to identify that like, whoa, for someone like me, I mean, I, I could do a lot of things in this offense. I mean, I think the runner shoot is a great offense, but I, I do feel like um, Coach Ty Grant's offense definitely uh, presents my, all of my talents better than the runner shoot would have because, I mean, I've just been out there running routes, catching balls and things like that. It wouldn't have been to my ability to run the ball and things like that. So I do believe that this offense has definitely really allowed me to show my versatility and to show what I, exactly everything I can do. Yeah, and that's exactly what you did in nine games, over 1,200 yards of total offense, 11 touchdowns, six came from receiving, four rushing, and, and one kick return. Uh, should have been a couple more, but called back, right? So, But hey, those are all memories. We remember them, bro. Just 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 because it's not in the box score doesn't mean it never happened, right? And, and, and then, of course, capped off with a New Mexico Bowl performance uh, that – that uh, broke the game open with your kickoff return for touchdown, earning MVP honors. Um, the best you can, try to sum up what the 2020 season was like for you, to, to be able to enjoy the kind of success that you did through the unprecedented times, through you know, having to go through things you never, ever had to go through, you know, with COVID testing and, and not being able to, to go out and cruise after the game is over and not being able to interact with fans. I mean, just how, how do you describe 2020 when you look back at that whirlwind of a season that had no bye weeks? Uh, how do you describe it all? Um, I mean, honestly, every game we play was a blessing in disguise because a lot of teams had a lot of games canceled. I think we was one of the few teams that was able to play every game the season that we had scheduled. And I just feel like, um, like you just got to be ready for anything uh, nowadays because you never know what can happen. And you just got to make sure you're prepared no matter what, because whenever we was, there was a lot of times where we had to shut down the weight room and workouts and we had to go work out on our own. So I just feel like 2020 uh, helped me stay prepared and be prepared for anything and, and helped me stay on my toes with working out and, and training on my own. Because when you go to the next level, there's not many, there's not an off season training regimen there. You go by yourself and you got to work out and just, show up to train the camp ready to go. I feel like 2020 had times to uh, learning how to work out by myself and, and train by myself and get ready for a season. But I'm just I'm just blessed to be in this position and, and be able to make plays and be able to do what I did this season. So I'm just very thankful for everything that's happened in 2020. And of course, that leads us to 2021. You early in the 2021 calendar, I, I believe it was the day after New Year's, I think, is when you made your announcement that you were coming back for a second senior season at the University of Hawaii, uh, many anticipated that you would have an opportunity to attempt a pro football career and start your journey um, in, in that realm. What, how, how difficult of a decision was that at first um, to decide to come back and really what led you to that decision? Um, I mean, you know, after having a great season, you, you hear things from fans and, and, and different type of people. You just hear so many things. 
and it just it all just you just think about everything you think about every every direction you can take whether that's come back to school whether that's leaving into the draft and you just think about so many things and you just so much just go through your mind and, and it definitely was a hard decision I talked to my family I talked to talked to a lot of different people about it and, and I just got so many opinions and that once I started to hear the same opinion over and over again I, I kind of was like I think I think it's best for me to come back to school and do it four more years so I can I can boost my stock and things like that because obviously I mean playing at Jacksonville which is it's FCS football division one football but Hawaii is definitely a, a bigger program than there. We basically we definitely play better competition and things like that. So, being on this level for one year, they want I know a lot of teams want to see what I can do in a full year and what I could do coming back. So, I just was like, I think it's the best decision for me to come back and play one more year and really just just go all out in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and and certainly uh, I'm sure you saw it over the course of the season of when the season started. A lot of people didn't know who you were. I mean, that goes for game planning purposes as well against teams you were facing and then as the the season went on we saw uh, how much attention defenses were giving to you and so the the thought process of going into the offseason and entering a full season hopefully knock on wood in, in 2021 that that again teams know a lot more about you they're going to be focused on you a lot more does that excite you is that something like I I embrace this challenge and and, and I'm looking forward to those challenges that lie ahead in 2021? Um, most definitely. I mean, I know a lot of teams that will be like, okay, number seven, we got we to gotta start number seven. So, I mean, that's why I've just come back um, under Coach Cook, which is our strength and conditioning coach, and just get bigger, faster, stronger, and just work on everything uh, when it comes to route running, balance, and, and body control, uh, uh, jump cutting, and running the ball, like hitting the hose, things like that. I just feel like if I make myself better, um, that coaches will come up with a good game plan to, to, to get me in the ball in different situations. So, and it's and unlike Jacksonville, when I played at Jacksonville, I played quarterback. So, it was either run left or run right. It wasn't it wasn't much different ways they can get me the ball. So I feel like here I can line up that slot. I can line up that running back. I play special teams too. So it's like there's so many different ways that they can give me the ball that it's going to be hard to kind of get game plan. I'm putting in a lot of work to to make sure that I have a great season. And you bring up playing quarterback. Uh, you know, I want to ask you about playing with Shevin Cordero. Obviously, everyone in Hawaii watched him grow up be before our eyes as a state champion quarterback at, at St. Louis before coming to UH. And as someone that played the position to play alongside him and, and to watch how he goes through his routine and, and watch how much he's developed over the season, uh, you know, how, how much have you enjoyed playing with Shevin and what, what's your biggest takeaway from 2020 uh, heading into 2021 with him as the quarterback of this Rainbow Warrior football team? I mean, I love playing with Shevin. I mean, he's a great guy, great, great teammate, a great person. He's just a, a good guy to play with. You know that no matter what the situation is, we can be down hundred points, up hundred points. He's going to give you his all, you know, and just seeing him come out there and, and take some of the hits he take or do some of the things he does for this team. It just, it impresses you and you, it is someone that you will, you want to go to, battle with every week um and I could I could say he definitely developed more over the season because I know he's probably been running the running shoot this has been uh, very new for him but uh you could tell that he definitely developed over the years as the, as the uh, time went on game by game and and as you saw in Houston he he, he bought out and I think that he's gonna have a very big 2021 season and and I feel like um he's gonna lead us to, to big things in the, in the new season you know 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rainbow Warrior fans excited to see both of you guys back on the field. The the Shevin and Seven tandem that, that I trademarked right there. So, you know, make sure you guys start making tons of money off of that. You know, you, you got to throw 10% my way, right? <laughs> now, another thing that people are buzzing about, and obviously you went through everything happening, you know, I'm sure like a whirlwind for you was, the announcement about Aloha Stadium and, and and that venue not being available for the Rainbow Warrior football team in 2021. And then recently it was announced that the school is going forward on plans on hopefully playing on campus this season and being able to do all the work necessary to, to get Clarence T.C. Ching field ready, um, you know, adding the stands in that location and getting a new turf and scoreboard and all the amenities that, that go along with it. Um, you know, as a team, is that something you guys are excited about in regards to, you know, although it's not Aloha, although it's not Aloha Stadium, it's kind of a new vibe. It's, you know, will be very intimate. We'll have more of the student body being able to, to come to games. Is that something that you guys are excited about? I mean, yeah. First off, we was kind of sad about Aloha Stadium, especially for me, because, I mean, I'm someone who just got here. And I never got to play in front of friend, in, in front of fans in Aloha Stadium. So that's kind of um, was the sad thing for me was I never got the opportunity to, to do that. But um, I think the team is very excited about planning chain because, um, we're right on campus, so more students will come. And I feel like um, it would be more of a, like a, a smaller atmosphere where it would be a lot louder because the pack out maybe. If, if we allow everyone to, to come, it'll be, it'll be able to pack out and things like that. So I think the team is very excited about having games on campus with, with the smaller atmosphere and, and having the students, more students on, at the games, having the stadium pack out and fill out. So I think, it, I think we're very excited about playing there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And as far as the product that's going to be on the field in 2021, when you look around at the roster coming back, when you look at what you guys were able to accomplish and everything that you guys were able to do in that short amount of time with no big training camps, you know, with, with no bye weeks and everything and everything you guys were able to uh, implement in that 2020 season, what excites you most about the possibilities of 2021? Uh, how confident are you that, there's something special building here with the Rainbow Warriors. Um, I'm very confident in us because, for one, we had we had no offseason training, um, we had no summer some summer training, and and we barely had a fall a fall camp. So, with us putting in a, an entire brand new offense and defense, it was very good that a lot of kids picked up the the offense and the defense very fast, and that we went five and four in a year that was like we didn't even know we was gonna play football this year, and and like our coaches didn't even know. So it's like we weren't, I want to say we weren't prepared, but so I'm very excited about everyone coming back because I feel like there's a lot of games we lost this year that, that we could have won. Um, and there's a lot of things we, we played, we definitely played better on the back half of the season when we got going and things like that. But, but I'm very excited about what we have here. And I think we're better something special. And I think we definitely can win the Mountain West next year with the team we have and, and the new players we have brought in and things like that. So I'm very excited for next year. When you start thinking about the University of Hawaii and the fan base and just how unique this state is, because there are no pro sports, uh, the University of Hawaii athletic program is the number one sport here uh, in regards to, to a fan base. And is that something that despite there being no fans that that you can feel it, that that it's a little different here be, because it, you are on a program that represents an entire state, which is you know, no team in your area growing up or when you're in college could, could say anything like that, right? Because there are so many colleges in Georgia. I mean, there's so many pro franchises in that region. Uh, so just being here and knowing that 
this one football team represents an entire island chain, an entire state. Is that something that, that you feel and it is something that, that you enjoy and embrace? I was in an Uber and, and the guy knows exactly what I was. And, and it just feels good to know that people are watching and that people uh, love Hawaii football and that you represent something that's bigger than just you. You're not representing a, a, a region of a state. You represent the whole state. So it, it feels good to, to put on the Hawaii jersey and, and go out and represent the whole state of Hawaii and, and put on for the fans and everyone here. I mean, like after every game, like some some uh, somebody who's a local person just DMs me on Instagram or something to tell me good game and great game. And so I could definitely feel that if we had fans this year, it would be even bigger and, and more people would be able to like um, have these memories that I had playing in Aloha Stadium and things like that. So I definitely – Feel like I can definitely feel all of the, the fans here. I definitely feel like I can't wait till we I get to play in front of the fans and, and do great things in front of the people of Hawaii, you know. Obviously, the, the intention and the hope is that you help lead this team to a conference championship, your conference player of the year, All-American. You get thrown into the NFL draft and you have a 15-year career in pro football. Um, you know, and let's say that all of that happens uh, or whether or not it happens or not. I mean, what, what are the post-football dreams that you have? Is there anything that you're interested in? Is there anything that, that you think about in regards to, okay, when football is over, whether it's 15 years from now or not, you know, I can see myself doing this. You know, is there anything that, that you think about outside of football? Um, yes, I always had a passion for coaching and things like that. So uh, once I'm done with football, well, I won't be done completely with football. I'll just be done playing. I want to I want to get into coaching. And, and um, I don't want to coach at the pro level. I want to coach like college and NFL and high school level because I feel like there's so many things that I learned from high school coaches and from college coaches that, that helped me shape into the person I am today outside of football. So so I definitely want to get into coaching and, and, and be a mentor for, for young kids like me, like I was coming out of high school and in high school. So I definitely want to get into coaching once I'm done with, once I'm done with playing football. Awesome stuff, man. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great to, like I said, getting to know you a little bit better because any other year, I mean, I've been covering this football team for longer than I even want to admit and never having gone through a situation like this where, you know, there, there are so many guys and, and, and coaches on this team that I've never met yet, right? And we've talked on Zoom and we've done all these things, but just getting to to ha have a long-form conversation with you, um, it, it was awesome, man, getting to, to know you a little bit better. And uh, I know the Rainbow Warrior football fans are excited that you're here. Everyone appreciates everything that you did this season and everyone's looking forward to 2021. And before I let you go, what, what's one last message that you'd like to share to the Hawaii football fans and whether, you know, it, it, it's about football, it's about life here in Hawaii. What, what would it be? Um, I would say thank you to all of the fans and the people of Hawaii for welcoming me in from Jacksonville, Florida and Savannah, Georgia, because I didn't have a home and you guys have shown me a home and, and gave me peace of your home. So I would say thank you to all the fans and I, and I promise to, to um, help us win games next year and that I will give everything I have next season for every, uh, for the, for the fans of Hawaii. Awesome stuff, man. Well, the reigning New Mexico Bowl game champion MVP Calvin Turner Jr. returning for the 2021 season with the University of Hawaii football team. Thanks again for joining us, bro. And thank you, everybody, for joining us here on a very special edition of Bo's Football Final at KHON2.com. And everywhere you download podcasts, make sure you subscribe. Follow all of us on social media so you know when the next BFF is dropping. Calvin, have a great day, bro. Much mahalo, everybody. Aloha.